Framing is the term for how we choose to view something or someone, how we choose to experience it. That's called framing. And framing is built on the truth that it is in our power to choose how we experience what happens. I want to share an amazing story from Dr. David Pelkovitz. I've quoted him many times before. He is a well-known psychologist and expert in mental health issues. He is a remarkable public speaker and a sought-after public speaker. And a couple of years ago, he was a scholar-in-residence on a Shabbos at a shul in New Jersey. And there were about 400 people present to listen to his lecture. His lecture was at the end of davening on Shabbos morning, and he was asked to give a talk on how to raise your child to be a mensch. Very important subject, and he is an expert on that. So he's talking, people listening, jam-packed room. And at the back of the room, a six-month-old baby starts to cry. And the baby is crying, and it's loud, and it's annoying, and it's distracting, and people are shushing. They couldn't hear. And people started to get frustrated and, and angry. And the mother of the baby, who was there, the mother would not take the baby out. And people were motioning and, and gesturing that she should go out. And she was sitting, and the baby's crying. And it was, there was a lot of tension in the room. It was, it was building up. It was, it was unpleasant. And all of a sudden, an elderly man stands up, an elderly man in the audience stands up and he turns around and he turns to the audience and he says, you all know me. You know that 70 years ago, I was liberated from Auschwitz. If you would have told me 70 years ago that in 70 years from now, 400 people will be listening to a lecture on Torah applied to life, I never would have believed you. And if you would have told me 70 years ago that in 70 years there would be a Jewish baby whose mother wants to learn Torah and to learn how to raise that child so much that she won't leave the room, not only would I never believe you, I would think that you were crazy. And then he said, this, what's happening right now in this room, this is a miracle. That's framing. That is changing the, choosing to change the perspective of what is going on and how we experience it. So I'm very grateful Rabbi Alex mentioned Pesach Sheni. Today is Pesach Sheni. We talked about it this morning. 
And um, I will use the opportunity of Pesach Sheni to briefly revisit with you a subject from Pesach, from the Haggadah. Because one of the greatest and most profound framers in our history is Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva lived during one of the darkest periods in our history, just after the Chorban, the destruction of the Second Temple. The Jewish people were defeated, they were demoralized, they were persecuted, and years were going by. The temple was not rebuilt quickly as it was after the destruction of the first temple. It was one of the darkest periods in our history. And as you know, famously, Rabbi Akiva's life eventually ended when he was tortured and killed by the Romans. But nonetheless, throughout his life, Rabbi Akiva chose to frame what was happening in a positive manner. Now, there are many examples of this, but I want to share briefly just one example from the Seder night. At the Seder, we tell the story of the persecution in Egypt and the exodus from Egypt. And then when we finish Magid, when we finish telling the story, we say the two first paragraphs of Hallel, praises to Hashem, because those two paragraphs specifically and explicitly praise Hashem for the exodus from Egypt. Second paragraph starts with the world, with the words, but says Yisrael Mimitzrayim, when we left Egypt. And then, after saying those two paragraphs, we say a bracha, a blessing, to prepare for drinking the second cup of wine, the second of the four cups. It's interesting that in the Mishnah, there is a dispute over the text of that blessing. And it's a dispute between Rabbi Tarfon and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Tarfon says, the blessing is, Baruch atah Hashem alakein amalakalam, blessed are you God, asher go'alanu v'galas avaseinu, blessed are you God who redeemed our ancestors, mimitraim from Egypt, v'giyanu halayla hazeh lecho b'olat and you have allowed us to reach this night to be eight Pesach night, to be able to eat matzah and marar in commemoration of what happened so many years ago. That's the end. Says Rabbi Akiva, no. Rabbi Akiva agrees that that's the beginning of the bracha, but Rabbi Akiva insists that the blessing continues with these words. Kain Hashem Elokeinu Similarly, God, will you bring us you will bring us to future holidays and future redemptions, rejoicing in the rebuilding of Jerusalem. Remember, Rabbi Kiva's writing this blessing at a time when Jerusalem is destroyed. It's desolate. But you will bring us to a rebuilt Jerusalem with joy, and we will be able to serve you with a new song of praise. Baruch to Hashem, and he finishes with these words, blessed are you, God, 
Goal Yisrael, the Redeemer of Israel. But pay attention to the grammar. Goal Yisrael does not mean the one who redeemed in the past. Redeemer in the present tense. One who redeems Israel. What's the dispute between Rabbi Tarfon and Rabbi Akiva? So I had the privilege to hear Rabbi J.J. Schachter explain it as follows. Rabbi Tarfon's in the past. Rabbi Tarfon says, we tell the story of the past and we say, Hallel, praise Hashem for the past because the present is terrible and we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We're living under persecution and demoralization and fear. So whatever we're saying tonight, whatever we're doing tonight at the Pesach Seder is for the past. Yes, God, you took us out of Egypt. You redeemed us. We're, we're grateful. Rabbi Akiva says, yes, Rabbi Tarfan, I understand that right now it's difficult. I understand that right now there's no Beis Amikdash. I understand we're living in the aftermath of the destruction. I understand that people remember, because keep this in mind, during the days of Rabbi Tarfan and Rabbi Akiva, not only they themselves, but most of the people there remembered living while the Beis Hamikdash was standing in Yerushalayim. And now to live and miss it, Rabbi Akiva says, I understand it's very difficult. But Rabbi Akiva says, you can't stop just in the past because there is a future. There is a great and glorious and exalted future. And therefore, we must continue that paragraph and end it off with the bracha, blessed to you, God, Goal Yisrael, who in an ongoing manner, in an ongoing manner, redeems Israel, who will carry us through this bleak present and who will help us now in our current despair hold on to our glorious future. Earlier in the Haggadah, we told the story. Maiseb, Rebbe Yezer, Rebbe Yeshua, Rebbe Lezabed Azariah, Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe Darfam, five scholars, five sages. Shohim Masub Bibnebra. They had the Seder together, the Pesach Seder in Bnebra. Just by the way, it's not the same Bnei Brak as we have today. At that time, Bnei Brak was in the northern part of Israel. Today, Bnei Brak is close to Tel Aviv. Okay, same name, different location. Notice, by the way, among the five, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Tarfa, and three others. Why were they in Bnei Brak? Why Bnei Brak? Why not Tzvaz? Why not Tveria? Why not Sipori? Why not some other town? Why were they in Bnei Brak? The Tosefta, collection of rabbinic literature, says that Bnei Brak was the home of Rebbe Akiva. They went there because they needed to be with Rebbe Akiva. Because in the darkest years, in the most bleak time in our history, when Pesach is coming, and the future is uncertain, and the present is frightening, where will we go for Pesach? We must go to Rebbe Akiva. He 
is the one who will frame it for us. And that is what we have to do today. We have to do it for ourselves and we have to do it for each other to frame what is happening, to choose how we will experience and how we will look at what is happening. That's a lesson that I recall today to share with you on Pesach Sheni, reflecting back on Pesach this year. My friends, I wish you a good Shabbos, a very peaceful, harmonious, and healthy Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing you all soon.